Hey, brothers and sisters, I hope you are doing fantastic today. God is great each and every day, each and every way. Please don't ever forget it. Keep getting closer to Jesus. He's there for you. As a Christian, I am a follower of Christ. Christ is Jesus Christ. So I follow him. I listen to his teaching through his word, through prayer, through the spirit of his that dwells in me. It's all about having that relationship. You have to open up, brothers and sisters. Non-believers out there, you think about these spirits and you think about this dark magic and you think about this, all this other silliness. But you think about God and having a relationship with God. And for me, the only way is through Jesus Christ. I'm not going to try to indoctrinate you because I'm not going to tear myself down trying to build you up. But I am introducing you to this person that if you call his name, if you call Jesus, if you call his name, call Jesus, call his name, call Jesus. You have to be open. You have to be willing. And start fixing you. He start repairing you. It's going to hurt you more than it's going to hurt him. Because he already went through all the pain. But God loves you so much that he's willing to come back for you. He's already went ahead of you to save the world. But he's willing to come back to you to love you. And to have a relationship with you so you can understand what's going on in this existence that he's allowing you to live in. He loves you and has birthed you into this life. <laughs> Brothers and sisters, if you truly believe in God and believe in Christianity, this is but a vapor of a glimpse of what is going to happen for eternity. So I keep... Settled in my heart and my spirit. I keep the joy in my heart and spirit that no one could take. I keep the relationship of God every single second. I love Jesus with all of my heart. I do all of that nonstop. It never has a stopwatch on it. It's not, I'm going to do it now and then I'm going to not do it. It doesn't have any of that nonsense. It doesn't have dues that I have to pay. It doesn't have a, a, a type of clothing that I have to wear. It's not ritualistic. It's not an ism, it's Christianity. So, I want to bring this to you, uh, this profound uh, conversation with this educated man. He's having a debate with a scientist. So let me just tell you what he says. We got the video up on the odyssey.com channel. Uh, Neo420talks is the channel. Go out there and check it out. Um, it's a free platform. You don't have to join or anything. We're not trying to make money off of it. We're not doing any of that. We're just providing that free press, free reporting, dedicated by volunteer people like me and the staff here that helps me, you know, put these things together. So uh, go out here and check this out. The video is uh, titled, Where Did God Come From? Which I want you to fill in the story of the rest of the uh, beginning of the universe. God, spiritual matter, impact on material matter. Okay, so two questions. All right. 
Go ahead. All right, your question, where did God come from, assumes that you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays that you're thinking of the wrong God, <laughs> because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. Time, space, and matter is what we call a continuum. All of them have to come into existence at the same instant, because if there were matter but no space, where would you put it? If there were matter and space but no time, when would you put it? You cannot have time, space, or matter independently. They have to come into existence simultaneously. The Bible answers that in ten words. In the beginning, there's time. God created the heaven, there's space, and the earth, there's matter. So you have time, space, matter created, a trinity of trinities there. Just, you know, time is past, present, future. Space has length, width, height. Matter has solid, liquid, gas. You have a trinity of trinities created instantaneously. And the God who created them has to be outside of them. If he's limited by time, he's not God. The guy who created this computer is not in the computer. He's not running around in there changing the numbers on the screen, okay? The God who created this universe is outside of the universe. He's above it, beyond it, in it, through it. He's, he's unaffected by it. So for... And the, I, the concept that a, a, a spiritual uh, force cannot have any effect on a material body, well then I guess you'd have to explain to me things like emotions and love and hatred and envy and jealousy and, and rationality. I mean, if your brain is just a random collection of chemicals that form by chance over billions of years, how on earth can you trust your own reasoning processes and the thoughts that you, you think? Okay, so... Uh, I, your, your, your question, where did God come from, is assuming a limited God, and that's your problem. The God that I worship is not limited by time, space, or matter. If I could fit the infinite God in my three-pound brain, he would not be worth worshiping, that's for certain. So that's the God that I worship. Thank you. I definitely know what he means. Every time I try to make it on my Every time I try to stand, start to fall And all those lonely roads that I've traveled on There was Jesus 